everything. Say with me. Everything. Jesus changes everything. Every little thing. Who changes it? Changes everything. He changes everything. 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 Who changes it? Changes. Say it was to be Jesus. Changes. Everything. Jesus changes everything. So, see, what you don't understand is what that song was saying. It was actually a declaration saying, Chains fall. Fear bow. When? Here. Now. Because Jesus, you change everything. So you got to remember, the song, what it was saying is, remember we went from the, this is how you, you, you praise until you enter worship. You enter into worship. You worship until you enter into his glory. And when you're in his glory, chains fall. Fear bows. Hope is found. Where? In his presence. But you'll never get there if you're still on an outer court looking in like, like it's a spectator sport. I was looking for Elsie this morning, but I told you, Ch -ch -ch. if I seen her coming through the door, I was going to blow her away. Elsie is a religious spirit. <laughs> if I seen her coming, she was getting it this morning, glory to God. I told y'all last week, coming to 2021, Elsie, if I see her coming through the door, Ch -ch -ch, pow, she's going to get it. Or you'll be slain in the spirit. We'll just step over you, and when you're ready to get up, when Father's done doing what he got to do with you, because you can't take that into 2021. I said, you can't take that into 2021. I said, you can't take that into 2000. I didn't say that. He said that. You can't take that in 2021. Are y'all ready for this word this morning? Are y'all locked, cocked, and ready to rock? All right. <laughs> I'm ready to jump out the I already jumped out the plane this morning, so I'm already ready to go. I told y'all about 3:30 this morning there was a party going on up in the Jones household. Glory to God. All right, we're not even going to waste no time with it this morning cuz we're going to jump right in. Everybody, please be seated in the presence of the Lord. First and foremost, we want to take welcome everybody. We want to wish you a happy, happy New Year's. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Kingdom Encounter here at the depot. <laughs> I like that. Here at the depot, you're going to have a kingdom encounter. In other words, every time the word of God goes forth across these airways, you're going to have an encounter with the kingdom of God. That's why it's called Kingdom Encounter encounter with the kingdom of God. And I guarantee you, if you come expecting to receive a word from the Lord, he will not disappoint. Now, if you come and you're not expecting anything, God's going to meet you right at your level of expectation. If you expect nothing, you're going to get exactly what you expected. Nothing. But if you come expecting God to show up, show out, show himself mighty, show himself strong, I'm here to tell you today is your day. Today is your day day. So we're going to jump right into it. Like I said, we're not even going to be messing around with it. We're going to, boy, I tell you what, I've been chomping at the bit for the last three weeks to give y'all this word today. Glory to God. So buckle up, buttercup, because here we go. I make this declaration that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, to open of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all who mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And they shall build the waste cities, and they shall raise the former lashes, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. Say, that's me. That's you. See, many times people read that part right there, like, oh, that's Jesus. Jesus said that I'm talking about you. Because, see, when he leaves and you're left, he's going to send you to go forth and do everything he called, everything he did. 
Okay. When Jesus came and he did what he did, he left you here so that you can do everything that he did. Can I get one amen in this Presbyterian Catholic Church, Anglican Church? God the mighty. I know it's cold outside, but Lord, ain't no frozen church. Man, I'm going to have to take you out to some, some other churches or some people's. I'm just saying, I'm going to tell you some places where these people are alive. I'm about to go out to the truck and get some jumper cables this morning. Glory yeah. to God. Man, when you come in the house, man, shoot, I was chomping at the bit on the way here. Like, whoo, I was thanking God. Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity to still be able to have on-site on services and everything because so many people are not able to do that. But, Lord, you're so faithful, true, and kind that you was able to allow us to do that. So I give you praise for it. Now, this is what the Lord said this morning. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, for I know. See, God already has a plan for your life. Oh, I Ooh, let me slow down. I'm going to skip the praying part, boo. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise, and thank you in the name of Jesus for the opportunity to, to preach your word. We thank you that our preaching and teaching will not be with enticing words of man's wisdom. Let it be in demonstration of spirit and power. Holy Spirit, you're welcome. You're already here in this place. Move up and down each and every aisle. Move across the airways. Touch each and every person who will hear, who will see, who will participate in this service today. Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory for the miracles, signs, wonders, manifestations of the gifts of the Holy Spirit as you see fit. Lord, we said to have your way. Now have your way in us today. We thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. amen. Glory to God. All right. Now, God told me to tell you, he says, I already had a plan for your life. In fact, he says in, in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity. So God did not plan for your life to have calamity. God only planned for your life to be good. I'm saying that again. God did not plan for your life to have calamity. God only planned for your life to be good. To give you a future and an earnest expectation. So when you see, see when you if you look at your life based off of what it is that you can see and not looking at him, you would think God planned for you to go through this and planned to go for you to go through this and that. And that. God says, I did not plan for that for your life. I only plan for your life to be good. So I want you to want you to do a checkup from the neck up. When you think about the fact that check up from neck from your from, in your head area and stop saying what well, the Lord must have meant for this for me to have this happen to me because he want to teach me a lesson. God uses his word to teach you. He don't need to put you in a car accident, put sickness and disease on you, call you to a job, be counseled. He don't, God don't operate that way. I said God don't operate that way. I said God don't operate that way. See, I'm gonna get y'all. Y'all gonna get past that. This is the amen section up in this piece. You know what y'all say, amen? That means, yes, sir. He says, when you say amen, what you are saying is, so be it. So when, you, when you're praying, if you get all the, Lord, and you walk away and you don't say amen, and you don't say amen, See, see, this is a practice. See, this is a training ground. That's why it's called the depot. It's just training ground because if you don't learn how to do it here, when you get out there in the real fight, then you're going to be getting lumped up fr from your head up. To, I mean, you're going to get beat up like, but Pastor said, but Pastor said, but Pastor said, and you're getting beat up. And I'm like, but Pastor also told you, you got to be a doer of the word. Not Pastor, the word of God says, you got to be a doer, not a hearer only. You can't sit back here like with your popcorn. Boy, that was some good stuff. He said, oh, glory to God. No, you got to be willing to do it. So 2021. Now, I've, sure, I've, I've heard many men of God preach over the last couple, over the last week or so, preaching about, Kenneth Copeland was talking about, this is the year of the local church and how, you know, 2021 will be a year of divine healing, divine health, divine prosperity, divine recovery. In other words, it's going to be a year of restoration. Mm -hmm. Then I heard Bishop Keith A. Butler teach on 
uh, Friday night, he was talking about this is the year, 2021 will be a year of winning and victory, meaning that this is going to be a year of gaining success in a competition and gaining of superiority in war or in combat. In other words, this is going to be a year of further conquest. Then Jerry Savelle says this is going to be 2021 is going to be a year of abundant overflow. So I'm like, glory to God. Hallelujah. I like, Lord, the words you gave me about three weeks ago on a Saturday morning, standing in the in the at the kitchen was this 2021 will be a year of abundant harvest and overflow. 2021 is going to be a year of abundant harvest and overflow. In fact, we started preaching this message three weeks ago. He says, if he, yes, he said, if they would just take the time, go back and watch and write down notes for what it is they heard and begin to apply it to their life. When they got here on Sunday, they'd be so further ahead. He says, but you're not going to get it in one session. See, most people think, I just hear it one time, I got it. No, you got information, but you have very little revelation. You have information. Man, that was good. I can do that. Okay, praise the Lord, I can do it. But then you walk out and you don't do it, and then you come back with knots on your head like, Lord, what happened to him? He's like, they didn't do what it is I showed them, because see, God never waits until you're in the battle to prepare you, he prepares you before you get to the battle. But he can't do it apart from you. And see, this is the thing about this word. He can't do it apart from you. You're going to find out over the next period of time, in order for you to see abundant harvest and overflow in your life, you're going to have to do something. He told me to tell you in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 and 20, he says this. I'm bringing out of the New American Standard Bible. It says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. I have set before you life and death, blessing and the curse. So choose life. See, it's like a pop quiz. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. If you don't know which one to pick, life. No, Lord, we want death. Life. No, Lord, this makes sense. Life. He says, choose life. Why do you want to choose life? In order that you may live and you and your descendants. You and your, see, your descendants will be, will be blessed after you because of your obedience to the word of God. That's what Proverbs says. Your children will be blessed because of your obedience. Guess what happened if you ain't obedient? Take well, I guess the reciprocal of that. He says that you and your children may live, you and your descendants, by loving the Lord your God, by obeying his voice and by holding fast to him. For this is your is your life and length of all your days that you may live in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac and to Jacob to give them. In other words, I, if you follow after me, you choose life, you choose my way, you love me, you follow after me. Guess what? You're going to live in a land of abundance and overflow. He also goes on to tell me to share this with you. He says in accordance to John chapter 10, verse 10, he says, the thief, talking about your adversary, has one MO. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He says, but Jesus says, I came that they might have and enjoy life. This is the amplified version. That they might have and enjoy life. And have it, what? Life. In abundance. To the full. To the overflow. Say it with me. In abundance. To the full. Till it overflows. 2021 is my year of abundant harvest and overflow. How do you know? He says also in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, he says this. Now to him who is able to do more abundantly above 
all we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. Now, if you didn't understand it that way, let me give it to you in the Amplified. It says this. It says, now to him who by in consequences of the fact Consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose. Say his purpose. purpose. And to do super abundantly far above and uh, far over and above all that we could dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. In other words, so far it will blow your mind up in here, up in here. So far and above that he will blow your mind when? When you allow this power to work on the inside of you. 2021 is still the year of abundant harvest and overflow. Do you receive it? Now, this is the word of the Lord I got to give to you, though. <laughs> <Woo. sighs> he says this. He says, a great shaking, a great shifting, a great displacing will take place in your nation. And then immediately following this, there will come a great awakening and a great outpouring. Now, that word shaking there actually means the act of causing something to be removed or replaced. Shifting means, because we've been talking about for the last, I know, three years that there's a shift going on. He says that's the act of changing position or direction. Now, this is the part I, this is the part I, I, got, I got excited about all of it, this part right here. Displacing. Displacing is the act of laying aside someone and making room for another. Amen. Setting aside someone and making room for another. And then he says, then there's going to be a great awakening. This is what we've been, we said, what the kishta deba. That was the word of the Lord for last year. How do y'all know, how many people y'all know, even though the word of the Lord last year was the great awakening here in the, in the nation of Canada. It didn't stop there last year. It's still going. We just adding this other piece on to the back end of it. Now, the great awakening whew, is the becoming more attentive to the will, plan, and the purposes of God. So as a result of the shaking, as a result of the shifting, as a result of this displacing, there's going to be an awakening where people will become more attentive to the will, the plan, and the purposes of God. Say, that's me. All right. If that's okay, y'all. Okay, let's try. I'm going to give y'all a do over because y'all might have, y'all were still stuck on the other part shouting and shouting. That great awakening that is going to happen where you become more attentive to the will, the plans, and purposes of God is about to hit on here in, in the great nation of Canada. Say, that's me. That's me. All right. Well, I tell you, calm yourself down. And then there's going to be an outpouring. There's going to be an outpouring. There's an outpouring. Man, I tell you, I've already seen it. There's an outpouring, there's an outpouring, there's an outpouring, and there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that's blowing across the nation. It's blowing across the nation of Canada right now. In fact, it's blowing across the nation of Canada. And as a result of that outpouring, guess what's going to be? Shaking, shifting, displacing, and a great awakening. Glory to God. Now, that awakening. Woo! Oh, man. I tried, boo. I tried. I tried. Now, that outpouring is a sudden, rapid flow and barrage of God's spirit. God's anointing. God's love. And God's blessing. Well, I got to say that again. That outpouring is this. Whew, a sudden. Everybody say sudden. sudden. It's going to be like suddenly, sudden. Rapid flow and barrage of God's spirit, God's power, God's anointing, God's love, and God's blessing. Glory to God. Say, I'll take that. I'll take that right there. Glory to God. Ooh, but I'm telling you, in the spirit, it's already begun. I, it's already 
begun. It, it started on the West Coast and it's going across. It's like a fog. And they ain't even going to know what hit them. But guess what? Whew. Okay, calm yourself down, Johnson. And what has to happen is the church has to be ready to respond to that outpour. See, on the day of Pentecost, 500 people was invited. 500 people heard the word. 500 people will say, go to Jerusalem and stay there. Stay there until you be endued with power from on high. It says, was, he says, and then you're going to receive the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, he says, you shall receive power. What's that power? Deuteronomy, miracle working power. Whoo, glory to God. Oh, it's already coming. It's already begun, boy. I'm telling you. If y'all can see what I can see, it's already begun. Glory to God. And you ain't seen nothing yet. Turn to your neighbor and say, You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet, man. You ain't seen nothing. It's a great outpouring. Just lift your hands just to receive a great outpouring of his spirit right now. And in the name of Jesus, oh, it's already here. It's already here. Woo! Ain't no high like a Holy Ghost high. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, you see? You see? This is what you need to be expecting in 2021. You should be expecting the shifting, the shaking, the displacing, and the outpouring every day. You like this. You like this every day. Lord, oh yeah, Lord. Fill me to overflow. And then he's like, okay, this is what you're going to have to do though. Glory to God. He says, I'm in charge of the season and the times, and my purposes shall be fulfilled. Whoo, glory to God. He says, I have the power to raise up and to bring down. And no man, no government, and certainly no adversary will stop what I have planned. Now, this is what he told us. He says, you don't use natural events to confirm the word. The word is what confirms and or explains natural events. Do y'all see the difference? People looking at natural things say, oh, oh, let me find that in the Bible. The Bible like, if you read my word, oh, oh, that's what that is. Okay. And that's what that is. Okay. I see that. Y'all see the difference between the two? People have gotten it backwards. They're looking for this. And God says, if you look here in my word, I'll show you before it even happens. Whew. Whew. Okay, boo. I know. She, I know, boo. I'm ready to take out. <laughs> But let me give you this warning. <clears throat> you can't use the notes, plans, strategies of another house to accomplish the purposes and plans I have for you in this house. Did y'all hear that? You can't use the purposes, the, the plans, the strategies and the notes from another house to accomplish the purposes and plans I have for you in this house. He means this house too. You can't. Because if you see, when you hear about somebody's testimony, you only hear about what God told them to do. You don't know all the circumstances behind it. And so even though your situation may be similar, it's not exactly the same. And if you act out on, well, this is what this is what this person said, and this is what this person said, this was this is what I'm supposed to do, you will go out and bust some stuff up. You still gotta get okay. He said, just read it to you first before I tell you that part. He says, so I'm telling you to stop it before you even get started. You have to seek me daily to see what my plan is for you each day. He says, so many people have missed out on what I've had in store for them because they wouldn't let me lead them in the way they should go. But they substituted my direction for the lives for the way I used in someone else's life for their circumstances. 
Till y'all see the difference between the two. You can't, even if you hear us give you, everything we tell you is going to be based off what the word says. Now, even though it's the word, okay, Father, I hear what, the, what they said. Okay, show me how to apply that to my situation. So y'all see that? You got to learn how to apply it to your situation. Like, like there's different, there's like five different love languages, right? And if, you know, if mine is admiration and, and the lovely is trying to do act, you know, wants to show affection, well, that works for her. That don't work for me. That might irritate the bejeebas out of me. <clears throat> Quit it. But for her, I mean, everything is beautiful. She in third world. <laughs> Y'all see what I'm saying? Same, the goal is still the same, to demonstrate love. But the method by which we do it can be told totally different things. If I was talking about you, <clears throat> y'all can just tie on that, you know, drop a little something in the bug later for that. But bottom line is, if you want to see the end result of abundant harvest and overflow in your life, you've got to get before the Father daily. But not that quick, not that quick, not that quick. Lord, now that I lay me down to sleep, I pray to the Lord my soul to keep. Nope. <laughs> not that, you know, our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I kidding you, that will be done on earth as it is now. Give us this day. Give us this day. Our daily bread. And forgive us our debt. Ooh. He also said, oh, I, oh, that's at the end. Okay, I can't, I can't give it to y'all yet. Okay. Now, remember I said, before it happens, he says, I'm, I'm going to tell you before it happens. And we talked about this last week, how in Isaiah 42 or 9, it says this. It says, behold, the former things have come to pass. 2020 has already come to pass. 2020 has already come to pass. He says, the former things have already come to pass. Now I'm declaring to you new things. New things. He says, before they spring forward, I proclaim it to you. So even before God is going to do all this, he is always, 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 always going to tell his men and women of God first. So what you can be in position to receive. Now, how many people ever tried to take a shower with the shower water on standing over by the sink? <laughs> now, how many people have ever cut the shower water on and, and said, but I'm about to get in the shower, but you're going to kick it in the kitchen cooking breakfast? How, many, how, how, how are you going to be able to take a shower if you never get into the shower? How are you ever going to be able to experience your abundant harvest and overflow if you, not, you don't get in? The shower. You don't get in position. Now, he also told, showed me to share this with you. He says that in the corner is Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. He says, do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Now, he, he, he asked me this interesting question on the way here this morning. He says, he says this. When you come to me and ask for forgiveness about a situation and I forgive you, do I ever bring it back up to you? I'm like, well, no, never. He says, I, is, I choose on purpose to forget. He says, so why don't my people do the same thing? He says, when somebody comes, they obviously messed up. Everybody knows they messed up. Why is it that we don't offer to others the same thing we want God to offer to us? Selah, pause and think about that. And he says this, he says, he says, well, you, you will say, he said, what they will say is, well, Lord, I can't do that. God says, it's a decision because I've already given you the grace to do it. See, if the lovely and I, if something happens with the lovely and I, I you know what I talk to her about? Today. If she started talking to me about yesterday or three weeks ago or six months ago, I always say to her, did it happen today? 
She'd be like, what? Did it happen today? She said, well, no. That I have no recollection. And I'm not even talking about errors where I've missed it. I'm talking about if she talks to me about something she may have, so she believes she may have done or didn't do, whatever case. Did it happen today? Well, no. They don't know what you're talking about. Why? Because I'm imitating my father. Guess how many arguments you can avoid if you use that mindset? Did it happen today? Did it happen today? Are you listening to me? He says this is a prophetic word for you. Did it happen today? Because when you go to the Father and you repent it for it, and then you go back to, I, I double dog dare you, repent for something, and then go back to God and try to talk to him about it. What do you say? Your sins I will remember no more. Y'all like that Lord's Prayer part, right? Everybody's like, no, give us this day our daily bread. Did y'all read the next part? And forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have trespassed. Oh, snap. How many people believe in a debt cancellation? He says that's the, that's the first part right there. Forgive trespasses. In other words, forgive folk because everybody mess up. Sometimes you messing up, you don't even realize you messing up. Everybody else realizes you messing up, but you may not even realize you messing up. That's free for y'all this morning. Glory to God. That's just a little nugget. He says, do not call to mind the former things or ponder on the past. Because God says, behold, I, I'm doing something new. Now, when did he say he's going to do it? Okay, this is, I mean, okay. God says, I'm doing a new thing, and I'm doing it now. When did he say he was going to do it? He says, now it will spring forth. You will not be aware of it. He says, will you not be aware of it? He says, I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In other words, I'm going to make the impossible possible simply because you'll believe me. I'll make the impossible possible. See, remember last week? When the first thing he told us, what we got to do? Lay down them dead man bones. Anybody try to pick them skeletons up this week? Could you find them skeletons? <laughs> nope. You want to know why? Because they was crushed. The moment you said, Lord, I'm laying down them dead man bones. Mm -hmm. He started, it crushed. Angels crushed them up in the dust. And whoo, as far as the east is from the west, you can't go find them. You, you can look. You can waste a whole lot of time looking. But you ain't going to find them dead man bones. And if you try to pick, try to recreate that dead man bone, you're going to hear my voice say, put that bone down. Yeah, I know. He says, the former things are coming to pass. New things I declare. Will you not know it? In other words, I'm telling you before it's going to happen. I'm going to make a roadway for you. I'm going to make rivers in the desert. Now, how many people ever seen a river in the desert? i never seen a river in the desert. I've seen a stream. i ain't never seen a river. Now, remember he says, whew, he says, I can sit one up and put another one down. He says in this year of an abundant harvest, and overflow, he says, in accordance to Deuteronomy 28 and 13, the Lord says, I will reposition you. He says, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. He says, you will only be above and you will not be beneath, underneath. If you listen to the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I charge you today. Does that sound like I said before you, life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose. Choose. So he can make you the head and not the tail. Above only and never underneath. Do y'all see that? That's God's desire for you. When? Now. He says, but not everyone will partake of this. As crazy as it sounds. Not everybody will partake of this. Mac Malachi 3. 
13 says this, and, and the people he's talking about is covenant people. Now, that even when you preach this across the pulpit, you're going to hear this around the world about restore or the year of the local church or a, a year of abundant overflow. He says not everybody is going to be a partaker of it. And this is why. This is what he says, reading out in the Malachi chapter 3, verse 13. I'm reading out a New American Standard Bible says this. It says, your words have been arrogant against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we said? What have we spoken against you? You have said it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept, kept his charge and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? In other words, there's no benefit to serving God. I don't did this. I don't, I don't hearken unto his voice for two days. I don't kept his commandments, loving my neighbor as I love myself, till she came home and she said that to me, Lord. I told you she said that to me. I was going to give up a piece of my mind, Lord. I told you I had enough. Your, your word don't work, Lord. That's what they're saying. Your word don't work. Following you don't work. There's no benefit to following you. How many people, in, in, it says, I think I shared a study with you all earlier when the pandemic first happened, that one third of people who used to go to church, used to call themselves Bible-believing Christians, have, don't attend anybody's church, watch any uh, live streaming, don't read the Bible. The, the Bible has become a coffee cup holder on the table. A third why your word don't work? Do y'all see that? Wow, hold on. Y'all looking at me like, really? I'm like, yeah, right. He says, you have said it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his charge and that we have walked in mourning before the Lord of hosts? So this is what we're going to do. Since your way don't work, Lord, this is what we're going to do. Now what we're going to do is we're going to call the arrogant blessed. Not only are they doers of wickedness built up, but they also test God, test God and they escape. In other words, God, psh, the people who ain't got no covenant with you doing better than we doing, and they tested you to see if you're going to do something about it, and you ain't done nothing. So, man, psh, God, talk to the hand, because I'm, I'm about to go the other way. It's really happening. I'm not even, I mean, it sounds, but it's happening. People are, have become offended with God because they receive persecution and affliction. What the word said is going to happen the moment you start falling out of God's way. But, Lord, if you're supposed to be so good, you're supposed to be so big, then how did this stuff happen? That's what some people say. But then those, that's the first group. Those are the ones who won't partake of the abundant harvest and the overflow because they're not going to be in the shower, they're going to be standing by the sink looking at the kitchen and the shower water is running. He says, then those, he says, then though there are those who fear the Lord, spoke to one another and the Lord gave attention and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear are reverentially honored God. And who esteem his name. They will be mine, says the Lord of hosts. On that day that I prepare my own possession, I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. So you again will distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between ones who serves God and ones who do not serve him. So I'm here to tell you, there is no middle ground. There's no middle ground. You either, if I was to give a, 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 a theme for this year, all in. All in. You're either all in God or you all in the world, but there is no in between. Zero. You're going to find out when you try to step your toe over into the world, 
And you gonna you ever seen a show where somebody was trying to see if if the water was hot or cold, and they stuck their tongue and they found out that water was lava? Yeah, that's what it's gonna be like when you try to stick your toe. See, before people straddle the fence, God says there is no gray. You either far left or you far right, but there is no in between. There's no in between. He says, not only will I reposition you, he says, but for many of you, you're going to experience promotion this year. See, that was the part right there. I thought everybody would have just ran crazy and I would have had to stand back out the way for y'all to run back. Ah, that's me, Lord. See, I don't know about y'all, but that was it last night. Lovely was in there doing her little thing. I was out there watching TV and the Lord and I, I had an encounter. I'm sitting there watching TV and he came right beside me and started talking to me about promotion. And I was, and I was like, oh, and the next thing I was crying and everything. And then a few minutes later, somebody, I ain't telling nobody's name, comes out. <laughs> I heard that you was out here crying. And I know you was crying for me, so I, I just came to make sure you was all right. I'm like, I was talking to the Lord. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I know you ain't got to try to be strong for me. Uh, uh, I'm good. Bye-bye. But what's the Lord talking about? Promotion. And what's God telling me to tell you? Promotion. If you'll receive it. See, most of the time people think promotion, they talk about promotion on my job, promotion in my finances. But guess what? God, he says promotion in him is much greater than promotion in the world. Because promotion in him means you've gone to another level. And guess what? When you get another level, more power, more ability, more influence, acceleration. But also comes with it another level, another devil. But guess what? The greater one lives on the inside of you. The greater one lives on the inside of you. See, in, in, in Psalm 70, 75 and 6, he says, he says, for promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God. Everybody says, but God. but God. God is the judge. He puts down one and sets up another. Do y'all see that? See, that's you. I declare that over all of y'all, promotion this year. I declare over all of you all, glory to God, that there's a repositioning of you to make you the head and not the tail above only, never getting beneath. I declare over all of you that you're going to be found in that group where there's a, your name is written in the book of remembrance because you will honor the Lord your God. You will esteem his name. Glory to God. And greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that's in the world. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It might be formed, but it won't prosper. Glory to God. This is still going to be your year of abundant harvest and overflow. All righty. And this is where I'm going to end up here. <laughs> I snitched on you. That's right. <laughs> this is where we're going to end at. Turn with me to Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2. Say, restore, restore all that was lost, all that was taken. Restore. Here we go. Joel chapter 2 of my last few minutes. Glory to God. Anybody getting anything out of this? Anybody excited about what God has in store? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you. Get ready, get ready, get in my best. My, my, you know what's, it, what's funny? In my best TD. Jake's get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. My aunt actually calls me TD. If you ever see it on my Facebook page, my aunt has this. She because uh, when I first went into ministry and I was wearing suits and stuff all the time, and you know my shirt and everything had to. Y'all know everything got to coordinate. It got to. I just I got to coordinate, right? Even I go to the gym, I got to coordinate because you know when we walking out looking like a bag of Skittles. But um, 
So she called me TD. That's her nickname for me is TD. So if you ever see a post on me, she'll say, all right, rip TD. And like, TD, your name ain't no TD. Like, she's talking about because I wear the suits and stuff, praise God. But this Joel chapter 2 was the, was the word of the Lord last year concerning the Great Awakening. Yeah. You, are y'all seeing all this? This is in your Bible. Everything that he's saying is your word. And he says, I've said it before, I'll do it again. See, just because the corona situation happened, we don't deny the fact it happened. We just deny it's right to have an effect on our life. We, we deny it's the right to have an effect on our family's life. We have a, a deny it's effect to have an effect on our, on our city, on our community, and even on our government. Our government about to get a wake up. They about to get shaken up. They don't even know what's coming, though. <laughs> but we do. We know what's coming. You gonna, ooh, don't say it yet. Okay, not yet. Okay. Whew. Remember, I told you, outpouring is the sweeping of the Holy Spirit across the nation. And it's already had people say, in Canada, in Canada, get ready. Now, Joel chapter 2, verse 15, says this. It says, blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast. Remember next week we started our 21 days of prayer and fasting? Glory to God. And we sent out the information for you about the We gonna see the title of this message was is 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 a setup for a comeback. You're set up for a comeback. Okay. So we're doing exactly what the word says. We're consecrating the 21 day fast. A solemn assembly, gathering the people, sanctifying the congregation, assembling the elders, gathering the children and the nursing infants. Let the bridegroom come out of his room and the bride out of the bridal chamber. Let the priests, the Lord's ministers, weep between the porch and altar and let them say, spare your people, O Lord. And do not make your inheritance a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they, among the people, say, where is their God? In other words, the people, not God's people, but the people of the nations, like, where are their God at? He's supposed to be so good. Where are their God at? Look at them clowns out there. <clears throat> That's what they're saying right now, but they're not going to be saying that. <laughs> In a minute. Then the Lord, then the Lord will be zealous for his land and his will have pity on his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, behold, I am going to send you grain, new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied in full with them. And I will never again make you a reproach among the nations. Everybody say restore. Restore. And I, whew, glory to God, and I will drive it out into a parched and desolate land. That's what we're saying about this Corona 19, this so-called Corona 21. He's driving it out. Yes. He's driving it out. Glory to God. And, and it's vineyards into the eastern sea. And it's rear guard into the western sea and its stench ooh, will arise and its foul smell will come up for it has it has done great things. Do not fear, the Lord says. So in this season, do not fear. fear. Oh, land, rejoice and be glad for the Lord has gone has done great things. Do not fear again, beast of the field for the pastures of the wilderness have turned green for the tree has borne its fruit. The fig tree and the vine have yielded in full. So rejoice, 
O sons of Zion, and be glad in the Lord your God, for he has given you the early rain for your vindication, and he has poured down for you the rain. That rain represents the anointing. That rain represents outpouring. That rain represents the grace. That rain represents the power. That rain represents the burden removing, yoke destroying power of the Most High God. He says, and at relationship about, he says, the early and the latter rain is as before. He says, the threshing floors will be full of grain and the vast will overflow with new wine and oil. Did y'all hear that word? Overflow. Not just enough, not just for my forward no more, more than enough, blessed to be a blessing. Then I will make up for you. This is what the Lord said. Then I will make up for you. I will make up to you for the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. The creeping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the gnawing locusts, my great army which I sent among you, you will have plenty to eat and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has done wondrously with you. Then my people will never be put to shame. That's the prophetic word concerning the, out, the awakening. That's the prophetic word concerning the restoration. You said, but that's what he said last year. He says, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. See, many people lost during this pandemic, but a lot of people gained. See, only God, if you go back and look and see when most people prospered, it was through times of, of famine and scarcity. Prime example. Isaac, Genesis 26 and 1. There was a famine in the land. God, he was going to go to Egypt. God says, stay in this land. Sow in this land. Lord, it makes no sense. Sow in this land. Lord, but this is where the famine is. Sow in this land. In order for you to experience the abundant harvest and overflow, you're going to have to do it God's way. And I'm here to tell you, it's not always going to make sense. It, it makes, I'm telling you, if you, when I was sitting on those calls about the anti-racism calls with all these pastors around the country and everything, and, and, and they were talking about, you know, why, you know, uh, brown pastors can't get uh, whites to come to their church, but it's, it's not unusual for whites, I mean, brown to go to white church. And I'm sitting there like... What you talking about? <laughs> and, they, and when I was off the call, because I'm a part of another group called International Pastors and Leaders Forum, and we're talking about it, and they're all in, in, immigrant pastors, and they're talking about you know these challenges and everything, and I said, well, I really can't identify with that. And they said, what do you mean? I said, because <laughs> in the time that we have existed, I can count on one hand and I use all my fingers. Anybody who look like me. I said, mine is on the other end. I got, yeah. they all, except what? Yeah. They like, maybe we should have had you talk about that point right there. I'm like, it's not about, it's not about black. It's not about white. Yeah. It's about what did God tell you to do? Where did God tell you to do it? In fact, when he first said come out here, it made no sense. Lord, I ain't trying to tell you what to do. But if you look around, mm -hmm. you ain't got to look far, Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, there ain't nothing. Yeah. Nothing, Lord. Mm. But God said, and that's what I'm telling you in this season. If you do, if that's why he's saying you got to get before him every day, because in the natural, you would think you would reason. This is what you should do. And we did that. And when you reason long enough, it'll sound a whole lot like God. But it's really you. Yes, Lord, go further in. I don't. Right. It sounded it made sense. But it wasn't God. What you got to do when you miss it? 
Lord, I, I repent. It's one thing to repent to God. It's another thing we got to come back. And what most people, they can repent to God. That's easy. It's just us and our quiet. Lord, I repent. Hallelujah. But then God said, okay, then I need you to go tell the people. Tell the people what? That you missed it. And this is what you're going to do. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right. Oh, Lord. Now it comes down to will you be obedient to what he said? Oh, psh, ain't a question, Lord. I make myself a no reputation. And then we told the congregation, this is what happened. This is why I did what I did. And I repent. But this is what we're going to do to fix it. I was standing by. I had the shower on, but I was standing by the sink. So what he had to do? Get back in the shower. And he says, that's what a lot of people have to do today. Get back in the shower. You out of position. Get back in the shower. Cancel the first thing you got to cancel the debt for people who have missed it in your life. You got to cancel the debt. So, yeah, they did it. Yep. Yeah, they said it. Yeah, they did it to try to hurt you. Yeah, they try to destroy your reputation. But God. Yeah, they, got, they allow the adversary to use them to be accusers of the brother. We've all been used at some point in time by the adversary to be accusers of the All of us. So don't be pointing your little bony finger like, not me, especially you. But God says today, we counseling the debt. Are y'all with me? Y'all ready to counsel the debt? See, when you counsel the debt for somebody else, God counsels your debt. First in the spirit, then in the natural. This is your the overflow and of abundant harvest and overflow. But there we get there's some things we got to do too. God told us the highlights of what He's gonna do, but He won't do it apart from you. See, you and God are a partnership. We're in covenant, and we're gonna talk about that next week. Next week is our Vision Sunday, a.k.a. Also, we'll be doing Holy Communion next Sunday. Uh, but we're in covenant with God. And we talked about this last week, how God is doing it. We talked about it today. God is doing a new thing. But in order for God to do a new thing in you, you have to make a decision. And for many people, that decision starts with accepting Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Or you may have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, but you realize that you haven't really had much fellowship with God. The fellowship has been broken because you missed it. You turn around, went another way. God's do with me. He don't want nothing else to do with me. You couldn't be any further from the truth. God loves you so much, he sent Jesus. He sent Jesus for you. He sent Jesus for me. And he also had the blood. And the blood of Jesus covered all of our sins, past, present, and future. But we also have to partake of the forgiveness that grace made available to us. So if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life and you'd like to make him the Lord of your life, and also if you want it ready to counsel the debt, we're going to do it all at the same time. So in accordance to Romans chapter 10, verses 8, 9, and 10, it says this, The word of God is near you, even in your heart and your mouth. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God is raised from the dead, you shall be saved. That word saved means healed, delivered, protected, made whole, and complete. So repeat this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he died for me on the cross and carried my sins for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. I repent of sin. I'm sorry, Lord, and I accept your offer of forgiveness. Right now, I'm born again. Fill me with the Holy Spirit, with a Bible of evidence, a speaking in tongues. Right now, I make the decision to counsel the debt, to forgive all those who have despitefully used me, persecuted me, 
and spoken all manner of evil against me. I hold nothing to their charge. I release them right now. I cancel the debt. And as far as the east is from the west, so far is it from me. I will remember it no more. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you pray that prayer for the very first time, we'd like to welcome you into the family, welcome you into the kingdom of God. Now, your next step is to follow up, follow up, follow up. And it means you got to get into a good Bible based church, which teaches the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Or if you're not able to attend church right now and you just want to continue to follow us, we're here every Sunday morning. And we start at 925 uh, with pre service uh, preparation, and then we go right into the message. So we'd love to have you here at Faithful Life Center. If you need some information, just send us an email at info at faithfullifeottawa.com. That is info at faithfullifeottawa.com when we get that information to you. If you like desire to give or so into the ministry, look for the for the the give app that's right there on the uh, food on the YouTube channel. Just click on that. Or if you want to follow us on Apple Podcasts, just look for that little Apple Podcast emblem and click on it. It takes you directly to it. My name is Milton Jones. I'm an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ by God's will. And from this day forward, we're going to declare over you, this is the year of abundant harvest. 